Hello and welcome to another episode of the Geekery Radio Hour. I'm Doug. And I'm Kaylin. And this is another episode of the Geekery Radio episode Hour. Episode 75. 75. Wow, wow, look at us. Holy cow, 75. I know. Can you believe it's only been two years? <laughs> 25 away from 100. <laughs> I know. We have to do something special for our 100th episode. I know. Well, Justin said he'd be on the 100th episode <gasps> if we made it to 100, so. Shut up. We're going to have to sit him down and talk to him. If we hit a if we hit a hundred, because I'm like I want to say like not that the jury's still out, but like what's to say that we don't hit our hundredth episode? I don't know. I don't know. Wow. I don't know. We also Scaling said that us. we would that we would do a parody of the Office Ladies podcast. Oh my god, I forgot that? about that. Remember? When yeah, we, we hated s- hating the Office Ladies was a part of my personality. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that cobbled with like. We, I think we were, like, right in the beginning of, like, the pandemic and everything was horrible. Not that it's still not that horrible. Uh-huh. But I think we were just Things are miserable. less horrible. Yeah. A lot <sighs> of really shitty things have happened. We've had fun this last couple of days, though. We despite did. Despite things being horrible. We talked about last time how we, like, didn't do anything at all ever. And then we did so much over the last two weeks. We definitely had all of our fire in two nights. Yeah. We had book club on Friday. That mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, huge, great turnout. Oh my god, great it was amazing. turnout for book club. It was cool because there was a great turnout for book club, and I could still name like four people that weren't at this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, no. we had a which really is like good such turnout. an unusual feeling to be like, uh, you know, that we were shot short. Blah, blah, blah. We were a few people shy, and yeah. still had a good book club. Is pretty cool. I love our book club. Me too. I love everyone there. But we're going to save that for our second segment, yes, so let's not dwell on that. And then the next night, we went out to dinner for some friends for my birthday, slash... Just Doug's birthday. He's going to claim it. Slash Suze's birthday. <laughs> to be fair, I think Suze had more friends there than we She <laughs> definitely did. did. She has more <laughs> friends in real life yeah. as well yeah. than I have. I have not a lot of friends that live I in the area. I was going to say, like, are you going to really count them out? No. This feels very MySpace top eight of you. Mm-hmm. Name your friends. Name your friends. <laughs> Kaylin was there. No, we had a good time, though. We just, all we really did was we went out to get Duh. some bow. We're friends? I thought so. I thought Wait, we were... which side were you sitting on that night? Oof. Doug's side or, or Oh, I was or definitely Susan's sitting side. on your side. Okay. Yeah. You consider that my side. Yeah. But we had a good time. You never had that bow place yet. We went to. No. What the hell was it called? It's just called Bow Dumplings. Bow Dumplings yeah. in Hazlitt. In, in the, the airport, airport plaza. plaza. They have a lot of good stuff. And like we. I literally just kept it coming oh my god yeah i love the fact that we did family style i really didn't think we were gonna do mm-hmm. that um which i'm like not and mad i think about. it worked for like everybody right I like really we really do, yeah it was like the way to go we were what like 12 people yeah mm-hmm. and it was just like kimchi 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 with five kimchi, plates kimchi. of kimchi uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> five plates of kimchi and like what there was like some pieces left on one honestly plate. yeah we and ate five i plates think of kimchi. i think either liz or Cher wind up finishing the plate and like, when like when they brought it the one plate was like two plates worth the one that like they sat down us, next to you yeah. and and liz was like they literally just, they just over. knew they just knew and it's so good it's so fucking never good. in my life would i be like oh please bring me that vinegar soaked cabbage <laughs> like, what a what a weird thing of being an adult i don't know i think we really got in well i mean i think it all started from mogo Mm-hmm. We got kimchi from Definitely there. Definitely from Mogo. What do you think's better, Bao Place or Mogo? Because I kind of still think Mogo's better. I think maybe Mogo is better because I really love Mogo's hot sauce. Yeah, 
I don't think it's like because they have the pear hot sauce. Yeah, and that's really really fucking good. And I literally will put that on everything. Mm-hmm. I take it to go cup and I make eggs the next day and I put it um, all over them. I was like, literally uh, pet sitting in Wall and like Asbury's like not crazy far, like fifteen minutes away maybe. Mm-hmm. And part of me one night was like, should I just go fucking order Mogo? And I started ordering through the app and I was like uh-huh. adding on battles of like the pear hot sauce and mm-hmm. the fucking pickles and I was like, this is insane i can't do this i've said so many times i'm like if they sold this in a bottle i would buy it and then i go there and they're like the bottle's 15 dollars. i'm like that's a lot of money i'll take my to go (laughs) i'm good thank you that's so funny like 15 dollars isn't a lot of money for a a sauce or whatever but i'm like that's too much money it truly isn't you should just we bought like a not good enough one from whole foods not too long ago oh really it's like hits the taste but it's not as good yeah, whatever they do, I think it honestly has to be the pear. Did they have pear in the other one? It, it did have pear in it, but it wasn't like not as smooth pear. and fruity. Mm-hmm. Not enough pear. Yeah, it was more hot than it was. Mm. You gotta sweet. have that good balance. Yeah, right. Yeah, I make like <laughs> this is horrible. I like this is a cooking podcast on all now, of right? my <laughs> breakfast sandwiches that I make. My favorite thing to do is I make sriracha, um, maple syrup. Mm-hmm. And I mix the two together. Yeah. And it's like, it's so good. Oh, I've been doing uh, the peri-peri sauce from Traders on eggs. <laughs> and That's very good with maple syrup. And like too. a little bit of like hot honey uh, to bring out like the sweetness. Oh, hot honey. Mm-hmm. I haven't had that in a while. Dude, I, like, I'm, I'm still not I, over it. I was like, what else can I put this on? An apple? Like, Honestly, the best go-tos are uh, eggs, pizza, and... It makes no sense that hot honey is so good on that garlic pesto pizza. It really doesn't. Why? I don't know. It makes me feel like oh I'm a pregnant God. person. I just you know? had it. It's for the first time it showed up at the traders that I usually go to. And it's been gone for a while. And I've been subbing it for the vegan meat meat pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, which is good enough. The vegan meat pizza is good from traders. The problem with it is that it's vegan and it has that cheese that sticks to your teeth. Yep. That cheese yeah. sticks to your teeth. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's good enough. Uh, I would rather have the pesto. Yeah. And it's like a fried cuss. It's it's disgusting. But mm. it's delicious at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, And it finally showed up. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm getting yeah. this. And I guess when I took it home, like, I had, like, stopped at Nick and Kelly's. So it was, like, somewhat defrosted when mm-hmm. I, like, put it in my oven. Yeah. And I only set... And our oven's, like, fucking brand new. It's, like super fucking oven so if you have to put something in for like 15 minutes you put it in for 10 yeah because it's it's gonna be it's like 10. too good yeah so i did that exactly like i think mm-hmm. the box calls for like 13 to 14 minutes and i put in when for it 10. says that for me on my oven that means 20 <laughs> like it really does very opposite. my oven is like a little old lady who's like <laughs> like Fine. even that that's 20 at a full preheat too yeah i'm not like gunning it and putting it in early yeah no. No, mine's mine's the exact opposite. Uh-huh. So I put ten minutes, and um, it's very it's very sealed. So if anything was smoking, like you just don't know. Yeah, and there's a lot of like oil. That pizza on expands that pizza. into a balloon, and then the oil drips all over the fl- yes. like the floor of the oven. Yes. Uh-huh. So that one it has to go specifically on the rack, but I always yeah. put the pizza thing underneath it because mm-hmm. it will drip. So I'm like, yeah. all right, I'll put it underneath as a catch. And after 10 minutes... And then your oven just smells like burning oil for like... (laughs) Yeah. And I walk in after 10 minutes, I think even like maybe a few seconds before, and I open the oven, and this fucking thing is like, well done. And I'm like... Oh, no. Okay. 
Um, and it's ballooning. I was going to say, was it still a balloon? <laughs> so it's just a black balloon in the It's in ballooning. The um, luckily, I had some uh, extra pesto. So mm-hmm. I put some extra pesto on top of it. But just it was bring like... Bring it back to life as best you yeah, can. Yeah, it was fine enough. But mm-hmm. I was like... Still better than the vegan meat lover's pizza. Exactly. <laughs> it was like still what I wanted. It wasn't perfectly cooked. But I was like... A little bit, nothing, a little bit of that hot honey can't save. (laughs) Exactly. If you don't think I didn't put a little bit of extra hot honey around that, you're kidding yourself. But anyway. We've had like, I don't know, I feel like nonstop celebrating my birthday. Because even like on Thursday, we went out with my mom and my brothers and my brother's girlfriend, Kira. We went to Ginkaku up here on 34 for sushi. And uh, it was so good. Mm. But I feel like I've definitely had all of my like dining out order in in those three days where i'm yeah. like tonight all that i wanted to do was just order in and i'm like i can't we just ordered in mm-hmm. so many other meals yep. and like, i need to make things that are in our fridge fridge like, yep listen you shouldn't just you just shouldn't shop around your birthday and you liz did one better. of those meal boxes oh so really got, which like, one farmers fresh it was called <laughs> were you sponsored by them no Use promo code, uh, send me more things at checkout. (laughs) How is it? It was good. It's primarily, I didn't do the site, but it's, I think, primarily salads. We got a bunch of different salads, and I got one that, like, is basically Chipotle burrito bowl sans meat okay and rice so sure. I loved it. it was great it was that's like great. the elote cheese and oh that's nice like a crumbly something and corn and stuff it was okay. good it was really little good. little tortilla strips in there yes right on. of course you need that crunch we you like that uh vegan one from traders yes that's like that mm-hmm. yeah like it's like the um something salad, yeah it's, it's crunch southwest salad, salad something. yeah yeah and then the vegan crunch one is good too. Mm-hmm. I just all recently we are got talking the... about this food. I'm not <laughs> hungry, hungry either. I, I <laughs> ate today. I only ate once today. Yeah. What yeah. did you have? The eggplant, and the I eggplant. forgot it. Oh no! But I decided. I decided. Chekhov's eggplant. I decided that I'm just going to make it because you know what it was. Part of me forgot it, but part of me was like, "Oh, I can't really take that much." Because usually Flo will make a huge like cording wear yeah, thing of it, yeah. But this time she only made like a like a pie size plate mm-hmm. of it. So I'm like, oh, "Fuck, I can't do that." I should just make it too. I know how to. It just takes well, so no. long. Tony made a whole batch of sauce, so I can make it real simple. Oh, dope! Yeah, all you have to do is just cut up the eggplants. Then mm-hmm. that's nice. Right on. Right. Tony on. makes a really good sauce. Does he? Yeah. And it's sauce, not gravy. Thank God. Add the controversy Thank God. to, to yeah. the podcast. He lives in South Jersey. Maybe that helps mm. it. Like, you know. We grew up in East Brunswick. Uh-huh. And for us, it was always sauce. I don't know why people say gravy. I don't know. Because Tony also is like straight out of The Sopranos. Like, I mean, yeah. like, you know, he looks like he could be in one of those shows, right? And Especially listen. Throw a cigar in the corner listen, of his mouth kind of thing, you know? Do you not remember where he like... Was, like, responding to, like, casting calls uh, no. for, like, a minute. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just, that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to be, like, a background player. Of, uh-huh, like, just like some... a Magoo. That's oh, yeah. Like, some know. sort of fucking background player. In the player. smoke-filled bar with a hand of cards in his hand, right? Exactly. Yeah. That was, like, his life dream. And, like, he should be. A hundred percent. I yeah. told him, I'm like, if Lauren ever does a movie, I'll, that'll be my request. Yeah. I won't need to be in the movie. Can you can you find something for Tony yeah, in the back? In like a black button up shirt with four four buttons on right and a gold chain. That's it. Doug. <laughs> that is my dad's wedding attire to a fucking <laughs> T. I'm not even kidding. 
I have to find a fucking picture with his gold chain and his mm. cross, which he never wears otherwise. Uh-huh. Well, no, it's just that's just for that's for going out. And and it's it's the black shirt. He uh-huh. has gray pants, and he unbuttons. I'm like, he's he's just a character. He just is who he is. Um, but anyway, back to the bad. I feel like place. yeah. We still are going to talk about food because that mm-hmm. fried rice is so fucking good. I am a self-proclaimed fried rice snob. Yeah. I only like fried rice from the place that I've been ordering Chinese food since I'm a wee little lad. And I love <laughs> the fried rice from the Bao place. Mm. Have, have I ever made you fried rice? Like no. homemade fried rice? I'll Mm-mm. have to do that one day. I, so Liz watches these videos mm-hmm. sometimes. She watches a couple different YouTubers or yeah. I don't know where they put their content, but she finds them on Facebook. And she's been watching this guy called Uncle Roger, okay. who is, I'm not sure exactly what his ethnicity is, but he puts on this caricature of a Chinese man, and he calls himself Uncle Roger. He is okay. Asian. I'm just saying, I don't know if he's Thai or, you know. Yes, yes. But he does this, like, very exaggerated, like, hi yeah, all that kind of stuff. Okay. And it's so funny. And he criticizes celebrity chefs cooking Asian food. Sure. And like their techniques and the the tools that they use and the spices okay. that they use and like how basically they whitewash <gasps> making meals, udon, making fried rice, making all sorts, making a pad thai, all this stuff. I wonder if he's come across, there's been some controversy over this one woman and I don't think she's a professional chef. Mm-hmm. I think she, but she on her TikTok channel has like cooking videos where she makes very vanilla shit, you know, we're yeah. talking casseroles and whatnot. Um, and she did a like green screen of somebody making, and I, I don't know this technique, I've never seen it done, but it's basically like an omelet where it's, it's, uh, they use chopsticks to flip it over like a traditional French omelet almost, yeah. but it's not cooked on the inside very thoroughly. Oh. So it looks really good if you mm. see the video, but it's supposed to be that way. And then you kind of put the mold of egg on top of rice mm-hmm. and then you cut open the egg and it kind of opens it like into. Goops. Yeah. Yeah. So it just looks like a like a almost set scrambled egg. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's about to be set. But it doesn't pre-set. like air on salmonella. Well, the person that had stitched that video was uh-huh. like, you wouldn't say it's disgusting to make, like, over-easy eggs. Yeah. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, but this woman was, like, saying how gross it is. And, uh-huh. and and this one woman was, like, not having. She's like, how fucking dare you? Like, that technique's, like, really professional. It's uh-huh. really hard to do. And she said the same thing. You wouldn't say that about, like, a over-easy egg yeah. or a fucking, you know, um, like a... That's the word I'm looking for. I make poached. them all the time. Yes, poached yeah. egg. It's the same diff. It's just a little runny. So he makes all these videos, and he like he's in like a I think it's a fake or one sided feud with like Jamie Oliver, okay, and stuff. And he makes he I was watching one just last night where he uh, was watching Gordon Ramsay, and Gordon Ramsay name checked him in it. Really? He's like, I think Uncle Roger won't have a problem with the way that I'm doing this recipe or whatever. And he was like, excuse me. <laughs> like, you know. It's really funny, though. And, like, I did not know that the way that you prepare fried rice mm-hmm. is to truly make rice today mm-hmm. and then make fried rice tomorrow with that yeah. rice. Like, it needs to be, like, stale refrigerator. Yes. And I never knew that. That's why every time I get Chinese food, mm-hmm. I'll eat, like, you know, shrimp and broccoli, but I'll get white rice for the side, yeah. and then I'll make it the next day. I'll make I scrambled eggs. no idea that it really requires mm-hmm. to truly be, like, old rice. Yeah. 
And that surprised the shit out of me. And I'm like, that's why it never tastes good when I make it. You know? like oh, Because I'm not taking into rice. heart. Yeah, I'm not yep. taking into heart and consideration. It's very simple to do, but it's very rice. it's very good when it's homemade. It's got this more, um, like, umami flavor, uh-huh. if that makes sense. Like, yeah. it doesn't... Like, that's what I felt with that rice. Like, they obviously cooked that rice. I, I have to say, they probably cooked it in, like, chicken broth. Yeah, probably. It, it tasted a little bit like it was, it's, like, it's, flavorful. A lot of going out to eat as a pescatarian <laughs> is pretending you do not see. Oh, 100%. Because otherwise, I don't know. I mean, with well, things like that, I, so I mean, like, I eat organic fairness, vegetables all the time. I yeah. do not buy vegetables or fruit that aren't organic. Do you think they're cooking with organic vegetables at no. any of these restaurants we're going to? No. No. And the funny thing about that rice is that that rice is listed as vegetarian rice, and it is has it? shrimp in it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not truly vegetarian, yeah. but we're pescatarian, so it uh-huh. doesn't really matter to us. Yeah. But you could just tell the quality of this place because everything tasted so fresh. Yes. It didn't taste like anything was like fucking made in like oil that's been sitting for fucking days. You and know if I mean? you like had to guess, fresh. we had about a hundred wontons on our table at one point. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. Like easily. Each plate has to have at least like 10 or 12, I would yeah. imagine. Um, and we had, like, us alone, we had two plates of shrimp and egg and chive, uh-huh. and then we just had egg and chive. Uh-huh. So that was 36, yeah. and that was just us. <laughs> Not to mention the individual bao buns that they ordered. Luckily, that last plate didn't come. It really yeah, worked out. there was so much food, and, like, literally, I don't think anything came home. You know what my <laughs> fucking favorite was? What? The bok choy was good, but the broccoli... The, the broccoli, broccoli was very was good. so fucking good. And it's so easy to oversteam broccoli. I was literally going to gonna say that. It was like crunchy enough, but it was like mm-hmm. warm and soft. And there was like garlic. Oh, All I want is like it to be bright. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You just need it yep. to be bright. And then you're good. And now I, ro- I want to go back to that place like immediately. And it, just get broccoli and fried nine rice. Nine o'clock at night. And I'm like, <laughs> I could go for a plate of broccoli right now. I fucking totally could do. All right. Let's stop thinking about food. Let's go to our first song sure. and come back and talk about Book Club. All right, right on.
had our book club this week. We read The Deadliest Bouquet. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a huge turnout. I was so impressed by like how... Because... We okay. had... I'm going to count my head while you talk. So while I was waiting for everybody to show up, like we close at 6 o'clock and then usually people start trickling in at literally 6 o'clock, if not earlier. So I'm there and I'm like, okay, I set up all the chairs, I close the shades and then like this guy walks in mm-hmm. and I'm like, I didn't recognize him before. And he was like, hey, and he just like looked around and I was like, oh, just so you know, like... Our back room is, like, flooded with chairs right now. We're having our book club in a few minutes. And he was like, oh, okay. So, like, he meandered about a little bit. And he picked up a Funko Pop and some other Mm -hmm. stuff and a couple books or whatever. And he brought him to the register. And then he left. And I was like, okay. So, he wasn't here for book club. But he was here, like, after hours. You know? Like, I guess just walking by to one of the restaurants or something. And then someone came in finally at, like, 6.20. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, hey. And he was like, hey, am I... Am I late? And I was like, no. Like, I just don't know where everybody is. Yeah. And he was like, okay. So we were just bullshitting. And I'm like, it's 6.30 now. Like, where is everybody? And then, like, a small pod of people walks in. And I'm like, okay, thank God. Like, I'm like, what is happening? Like, I thought people were into coming to book club this month. So I was honestly on my way. And then Liz texted me Mm -hmm. because she was at home and it was about to start raining. So she asked me to pick her up. So, and then she had just gotten out of the shower. So I think we got there at like maybe 6.34 or something like that. And then Meg, our friend texted me and she was like, oh, I'm going to be a little late. And I'm like, I don't think it's going to (laughs) matter. You're fine. And I think Ken also said Yeah, Ken was like, oh, I'm going to be a couple minutes late. I got out of work late. And I'm like. It worked out fine. I'm like, we will leave the door unlocked for you. I don't think it's going to be a big deal. And then we literally. We're all settled probably by like 7 o'clock anyway. Oh, yeah. We had a really good turnout, and I think we had a really good conversation, too. Yeah, I think we had, if my calculation is correct, 13. I think so. Yeah. That's what I thought. If I'm not forgetting anyone. I don't think I am. But yeah, everyone showed up. It was crazy. And we had cupcakes. You make those cupcakes, Mm -hmm. Caitlin. You made pistachio cupcakes. We are Mm -hmm. hungry this episode. Mm-hmm. You made pistachio cupcakes now that I were one. incredible. <laughs> Sue's made those really good lavender cookies. Did you have one of those? I had two of them. I fucking love them. They because... were such an interesting, like, mm-hmm. also, like, I didn't mention this at Book Club, but, like, fucking kudos to, like, the on-brand, like, Deadly's Bouquet. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with a character called Poppy, called Rose. Like, mm-hmm. and here you are rolling in with lavender, lavender cookies, cookies that are cut almost like a flower. Yeah. Like, all right. She really likes it. The I thought I was hitting the theme because I made... Lisa Frank branded <laughs> Breaking Bake Cookies. That goes with the art for sure. But I'm like, come on, Suze. What are you one-upping me with these? Like She always does. Like, oh, I she, made them homemade. So she knew I was bringing cupcakes uh-huh. um, because I'm the one that asked her to ask about the nut allergy. I didn't want you to mm. like assume that I was going to make the pistachio cupcakes. Okay. I know you really like them. That was so funny. So we started a Discord where we can talk about book club and mm-hmm. Suze added a little helpful tab there where we can add if anybody has allergies or adver- mm-hmm. aversions, we'll say. Because, sure. like, you know, necessary. I don't... I'm not adverse to dairy milk. Mm-hmm. But I don't prefer it. Like, yes. I'm more... I, like, mm-hmm. would prefer an alternative. But in icing, that doesn't matter. I just don't want someone to bring me a big old gallon of whole milk and be like, <laughs> here's for your Oreos or whatever, you know. So I thought that that was really cool. Yeah. And then she came in with those cookies and I was like, Liz, you didn't mark it and you are very allergic to lavender. Is she really that yes. allergic? Wow. Yeah, yeah we had like... lavender soap that she once used and like her hands Ooh. were like a red bomb. Blotchy yeah. mess. Yikes. They were very delightful. I'll have to quote her. Actually, I don't think I'm going to quote her properly, but she all she did two types of lavender 
she did a dried lavender and some other lavender. Oh, honey lavender. Okay. In it too. And they were just like, I'm not a really big fan of sweet, sweet stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I they like were almost as savory. It was weird. Yeah. It was like really you could good. taste like salt to them. Yeah. And she was so smart because I was talking to her after about it and I was like, really smart to use the honey because it'll make it. Um, kind of meld together better. Yeah. So when you're baking like cookies like that, it'll yeah, like, like, give it a good consistency. So that's another thing is like if we were vegan, some vegans don't eat honey. Nope. Because it's like stealing from bugs. All right. <laughs> They're bugs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, save the bees and all, but like I'm, I'm going to take that honey. So speaking of like the characters' names, one of the things that I know that we all really loved and we thought was really cool mm-hmm. was the um, – anytime a character was – like retelling something. Yeah. If Rose was retelling it, there would be a little yellow rose and it would say like whatever her dialogue yep. was. Whenever Poppy was talking, there would be the little red mm-hmm. poppies in a, like a little box and it would yep. be whatever she was talking. I thought that I was really, that. really cool. And also you, um, I pointed this out to Liz, the cop even had like a little badge in mm-hmm. his when he talked. I thought yeah. it was so cute. Yeah. He's the only one, other one that had it. <laughs> I mean, what would, uh, What's her face's husband have? I know. You know like, what I mean? A just kid. A kid, I guess, right? Like a that was frowny face. <laughs> He's so upset. A, like, what's going on? It, a confused, yeah, and you a know what? question Rightfully mark. Rightfully so. I felt so bad for him the whole time. He did He's have like, a really just trying rough. to be like a good husband, and she's just like, no, 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 not just tell your fucking husband. I don't think I've ever experienced a character like that from that perspective mm-hmm. that was a man that was written as a husband that was it oh 100%. you read so many books where it's like well who is she she's a wife, a wife. okay well what does she do <laughs> well she's married to him and, and he's the lead of our story and that's what she does <laughs> no but what does she do um she takes care of the kids and, and it's like well that probably, was what this dude's job was probably cooks and cleans yeah probably yeah. the um oh oh another thing that we really we we like Everybody was really excited to point out was that they definitely took inspiration from the Ryer House in Madeline. Yes, that was very cool and very obvious. I didn't notice house. it. I mean, I I've been past it enough, but mm-hmm. I've never like thought I never put the two together when yeah. I saw it. But as soon as they said it, I was like, oh fuck yeah, that is that house. Yeah, and I loved when uh, one of our newer members, Riley, when she pointed out like that it is like undeniably that house and then like from an architectural standpoint Mm -hmm. she then explained to us why and how it's that house i thought that was really yes like she's a an architect i believe i guess yeah Yeah. i don't know um because i would have to assume based on the uh like the literacy in which she spoke about it you know i forget what type of house she said it was i've never heard the no neither did i and then when, when she I, I think someone was like, oh, I thought that was, like, Victorian. Mm-hmm. And then she said something to the effect of, like, what was the analogy? It's, like, saying that Blink-182 is punk and not pop punk. It's, like, that. Yes. Like, Blink-182 is both of those things. It's fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, she came with facts with that, too. She wasn't just like, this is this house. Yes, she was and like, here's and why. this is why. Yeah. That was so cool. Um, But, yeah, I'm really excited. I think we had a great meeting. It was a really good time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that we'll keep that momentum going for our next one. Yeah. When we do Radiant Black. I know we have a good group of people at book club when I often feel dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's kind of cool. They have like such cool ideas and like things to say. And I'm like, oh, wow. Uh-huh. Like this is like a lot. Like, Yeah, new... it's neat. Yeah, this is like a new perspective that I would never have thought of. No. My only like add like addition to the group conversation was like, 
I don't know who the protagonist is supposed to be. Yeah. Like, is it the girls? Because, like, Rose at some points, I was like, I don't, you know, we find out. Yeah, I know. Spoilers. What happens. And I was like, well, okay, she's not the protagonist. I thought she was, like, the nice one that would, like, keep them together. Maybe they'll, like, bond. And then when we find out, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, It truly was more of an amorphous story about sisters. I think I said Lupe was the protagonist because Uh I really wanted her to become a detective. (laughs) She put in the work. She was there on a Saturday. Yeah, man. She did put in the work. Mm -hmm. All right, so next month for our March book club, we're going to be reading Radiant Black. We're going to meet again on the 25th. So March 25th at 6.30. Wow. For Radiant Black Volume 1. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get all the burps out before I do the premise. You ready? Sure. Nate. You want me to read it? Here, give me. Yeah. It's this part where okay. it says Nathan Burnett. Sure. Nathan Burnett has just turned 30 and things aren't great. He's working and failing at two jobs. His credit card debt is piling up, and his only move is moving back home with his parents. Can relate, Nathan. But when Nathan discovers the ethereal, ethereal? Ethereal. Ethereal, thank you. Cosmic radiant, he's given the power to radically change his fortunes, unless the cosmic beings who created them succeed in taking them back by any means necessary. Oh, and did we mention that there's a red radiant who wants Nathan dead? The next must-read comic book series starts here. I'm excited for it. We just had, uh, just last week, Supermassive came out, which is like the big event title that spawned from Radiant Black. So they're building this huge universe now. You were telling us about the different types of Radiance, because there's multiple colors. Yeah, and now this week, Rogue Sun number one came out. So it's like, oh, it started with this like one seed of a character that's now kind of broadening into this big thing. So I think it's cool that we're going to hopefully jump on just in time to check out some new fun stuff. Listen, I know you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but like as simplistic as the front cover is, Mm -hmm. I'm already intrigued. I'm like, what the fuck is this about? It looks really cool. Yeah. And, oh my God, did you see the other day on social media, I posted all of the book club books that we've done so far? Almost all. We're missing a couple in the photo, but like, how overwhelming is it to look at that list and be like, damn, we read all those books. Yeah. We met all those times. That's Mm -hmm. so cool. Yeah. In the picture, we're missing Akira Volume 1, Something's Killing the Children Volume 2. If you put Akira Volume 1, I don't think all those books would fit. Right? Akira Volume 1 is so (laughs) thick. We're missing Dracula Motherfucker. True. And, oh, we were missing Middle West. I didn't know I was sold out of Middle West. Oh, really? I knew I was sold out of Akira. I don't know. It's so hard to keep that book in stock because of, like, the print run issues and stuff. But I was so surprised that we didn't have that. So I made sure that I ordered it up a bunch of that too that's good but it's i like i left it on the shelf there because i'm like i love this this is like such an accomplishment yeah i was gonna say i don't think i think i have all of them but i think i donated a good portion and i have now another good portion to donate mm-hmm. yeah um, to a free library it, kinda, it adds up yeah and i just like know like there's certain books like i i didn't really like dracula motherfucker too mm-hmm. much but i really like the art and i really like the, the, the cover and stuff. it's such an unfortunate like that it was too short it was mm-hmm. like such a i don't know it was a great read but it was not like fulfilling enough it wasn't like, it didn't, finished yeah it you know didn't, like, like satisfy that no. like one run and did you know? notice um an easter egg for um geekery diehards that i added the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Volume One, to it too. No, yeah, because we did. That was technically I mean, the, the first book club. Yeah. That was like book club 
1.0. We didn't read anything. We just watched we, the first episode. We read the first volume Did before we? we watched the first episode Shut on up. Netflix. Shut yeah. about that. That was a long time ago. We need to bring back the... The, like, read and watch? Yeah. Yeah, we should. I mean, we have JP's movie to watch. Oh, we do have JP's <laughs> movie. What the hell is that movie called? It's something so... It's, it's like, like, so vague. summer It's like party. Keg Stand house, or House, house party. party. Something like that. Something stupid. <laughs> I also love that we're calling it his movie. Yeah. He's a, a featured extra in it. He's living Tony's dream. He just... <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. Wow. Living the dream of being a featured extra. We have to watch it soon because I would imagine... It's it's somewhere in this house. I don't know. I know I have it because you you, you Walmart dot comed it to my house. I did. That's where I found Walmart dot com of all places too. And I think it was like only like twelve bucks. Summer party. That's what I summer said. something. I, I think summer, summer is house in it. party or something. Summer house party. We'll have to find it. And it's like a picture it says it. like in the vein of super bad or Oof. something on it. Like yikes! Isn't it like a subset of the American Pie? It's a National Lampoon's movie. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there we go. So okay. it like, but what does that mean anymore? Anyway, I don't know. In like a post two thousand and six world, what does I that mean? Know. That banner. I guess you could get into um, like a Wayne's brother kind of like those. Oh my god! The... How they like devolve. Yeah, but into... like even that is like the Wayne's brother movies. Like, but those no are so dead it. too. Yeah, like it, as it went on to like disaster movie or date movie. You know. What oh, I, mean? like... I forgot that technically those are repercussions. Those are like the mm-hmm. the the reverberations. Yeah. Of. Scary movie. Exactly. The like, is that like third wave parody? Like you'd say like Airplane is like the beginning of like the parody movies like that. Sure. And then they did like in the later 80s and early 90s, there was some with like, um, what the fuck is that movie called? I can't picture, I can't think of what the movie's called, but it, it, I think it stars. Are you talking Naked Gun? No, but Naked Gun is, yeah, definitely a part of that too. Naked Guns are from, the, like, the late 80s and 90s. All right, fine. We'll call it that era. Oh, Hot Shots. Oh, yes. Okay. Hot Shots. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen, yeah. Those, mm-hmm. all those, like, weird, you know. Yes. Charlie Goof Sheen was in a movies. lot of those parody kind of things. Yes. He did one where he was, like, a Rambo type or something. He did. All right. He did. I don't know. I, whatever one, I digress. Whatever one where that one guy, like, is melted... Into like a, a blob of like gold or silver, and then he like re comes back to it. But he also like his dog got melted, so I'm... then his dog face. <laughs> really no that. memory of this. I just remembered Austin Powers is technically a parody movie. Yeah, those are parodies yeah. of James Bond James movies. Bond, yeah, and I will argue that James Bond movies are unwatchable, and Austin Powers movies are watchable. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely watchable. One hundred percent. I recently rewatched Austin Powers one the other day while doing dishes, and I think that is the perfect movie to do dishes to. Really, so good. I haven't seen any of those movies in quite some time. It was sparked by the Super Bowl ad. There was a Super Bowl ad I that was Austin it. Powers. I didn't watch any of them? Oh, you, you remember? I will send it to you. Okay, good. It's worth watching. I like um, the Daniel Craig James Bond because I... it seems like it was its own thing. Mm-hmm. Like at no point did he order a martini and like do that whole fucking thing. I don't know. Well, if that's each thing. Bond kind of like is its own thing. Like each guy is Pierce Brosnan martini mm-hmm. one. Okay, mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan. I only think of as Mrs. Doubtfire's 
I almost said Mrs. Doubtfire's boyfriend. But... Ex-wife's boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a drive-by fruiting. And the, the cupcake to the to the head. That's all oh. I can think of is when he throws the cupcake at him. Yep. Um, no, it's not a cupcake. Still talking about it's food. A, it's a fruit, and he says it's a drive-by fruit. No, but they throw it. Someone throws a cupcake at Pierce Brosnan's head. I don't know. About and it, that. like, sticks icing to his head. We'll have to look this up. All right. I believe you. Let's go to a song, and you look but up whether or not Pierce Brosnan got hit with a cupcake. Head, not a cupcake. Yeah, and says I. It was a drive-by fruiting. I know the drive-by fruiting line, but I swore that this. So then, but that would make no sense. There's another scene in the movie where someone throws food at Pierce Brosnan's head. I don't think it was this movie. I think you're thinking of maybe a different movie. I have never seen another Pierce Brosnan movie though, so we have to find How another movie know? where someone gets hit. In the head. 
Matthew That's a rude question to ask someone. How do you know you've never seen an Another Listen, Pierce Brosnan movie. Not not five minutes ago, you were convinced that he got hit in the head with a cupcake. So maybe you've seen another Pierce Brosnan movie I am where he gets hit in the so head. So mad cupcake. at this attitude that you're giving me right now. <laughs> well, it makes sense for this portion because guess what? It does. Go for it. Hey, Doug. Hey, Kaylin. What's going on at the shop? This week, She Hulk two came out. I haven't had a chance to read it just yet, but I brought you home my copy. Made me read the first one, mm-hmm. and I said it was very sexist, even though a female wrote it. Yes, I brought home issue two. Up up. I'll maybe we'll see if you like yeah. that one a little bit better. Yeah, maybe. I also brought home issue 12 of uh, Crossover by Donny Cates, which is literally getting insane. There's one issue yeah. left of this arc. This book has gone bonkers. I've talked about it before on the podcast, I'm sure. I think you have, yeah. But this is like one of my like must-reads. Every week when they come out, I need to like make sure that I read them. Mm-hmm. And, oh my God, also, they started putting out these um, Marvel reprints called mighty marvel masterworks and they're okay. like little digests size comics okay of uh classic marvel stories and they finally put out daredevil so the first 11 issues of daredevil i have in my own little like digest version now so go. i was very excited to get those and uh hey you know what we forgot what in the last portion mm-hmm. doug uh kickstarted or help the Kickstarter for um, Deadliest Bouquet. Oh, yeah. And uh, the shop's mentioned in the back. It's the cool. Thank There's yous. so many names. Yeah. So many names. But can I say what I loved about the Deadliest Bouquet Kickstarter? Thank you. That they kept it all under case for you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you for knowing that I appreciated that also. Because I'm like, that's how we present our name. Exactly. Is all lowercase. Yeah. I don't know why. I've always liked it that way. And I usually make sure to do that. Mm-hmm. And that sh- they left it in the book. Exactly that it how says you the geekery it. all lowercase. I was like, thank yeah. you. That is that basically is very, my very font. Nice. That's the way the letter should be presented. I loved that. <laughs> yeah, that's such a stupid little additional thing. I know they made it's sure just that they... cool, you know. But that, like, in my head, that was done deliberately. You okay. know what I mean? Like, you probably had to make sure that that looked like that. I don't know if that makes sense, but like how people enter their names, I'm sure that just filed in. Oh. And then to make sure that it said it like the way that I had had it. Yeah, maybe because they um they did it alphabetically where like the thes were truly in the T's. Yeah. So yeah. it might have been a program where it truly just like like an Excel sheet where yeah. it truly just because like first letter. we have like a a guidebook to all the businesses in the mm-hmm. area for the chamber mm-hmm. and like in the chamber guide it's capital T Oof. lowercase H E capital G and I'm like mm, that's not right it's Branding. Yeah. Branding. Synergy. (laughs) (laughs) So, where was I? I was talking about good stuff that came in the shop this week. Sorry, 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 sorry. Crossover we were just talking about. And also, Tom King has a new Batman series called Batman Killing Time. And I'm really excited to read that, too. I haven't read anything today because I was just so busy. Yeah. But that's our pick of the week is Batman Killing Time. Really? Yeah. Tom King is a killer writer. And What else has he written? uh, Mr. Miracle. Oh. Strange Adventures. Right on. Sheriff of Babylon, like just like a ton of shit that okay. I really, really like, and uh, so I'm looking is he forward. A hit maker, just like he one is a hit maker. Mm. He's doing a um, classic like a, overachiever, a CGC signing, okay. where like you can send out your books to be graded and signed and everything. I just learned what CGC was because I've been looking up grading that uh, something is a killing the children. Something is a killing the children. So I was like, I saw the information, and it's like. Both of the artists on Strange Adve- Strange Adventures and the writer, mm-hmm. you can send it and get it signed in triplicate. And I'm like, I need to do that. 
for Mr. Miracle? For Strange Adventures. Oh, but the artist, one of the artists who worked on Mr. on Strange Adventures also Mm. is the main artist from Mr. Miracle. So I'm like, I can send both my books out. There you go. And bring them back and hang them in my office and they'll look beautiful. And I also saw something about like pricing when you're getting a grading too. And I think it has something to do with like the amount of pages. Mm -hmm. So like if you send both books, I would imagine they would add together. Yeah. It's part of like the, um, this, they're doing like, it's when they do special events like that, Mm -hmm. it has like a standard price. And I think it comes back quicker because it's like expedited through this thing that they're doing. So I was really excited to hear that too. For a quick rading was like $33 plus Uh it said quick. Yeah. I don't know. I'm very, very, they're really, really backed up right now though. Really? It's insane. Why do you think that? Well, I sent out, I just a lot of people are doing it. Okay. I mean, collecting kind of blew up during COVID and it's everything. It's the new Wordle. Is that why I have to get something graded? Grading now? is the new Wordle. <laughs> I can't ever be left out of anything. Just kidding. I kind of want to. Are you still that. playing Wordle? Yeah, but I don't post it. Yeah, it's just like a fun exercise, and I can't do. I don't do my daily crossword anymore because I used to do it on my computer. Oh, so I need like something. Yeah, you know. I broke my streak by mistake and got mad about that. Oof. And then I played it again the day when the word was different for people who were using the old browser and the new yes. one. And that pissed me off because mm-hmm. Justin and I were playing it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And we were like kind of racing. To see you finish And then we first. were like, what the hell? And then at the end, we were both like, we had the wrong we had the wrong word. And I'm like, I don't understand how you had a different word than me. So that yeah. got me even further, like nail, another nail in the coffin. That's fair. The words like, that they've been that. doing for Wordle are just like stupid. Yeah. I forget what today's was. It was like puree or something, something fucking idiotic. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay. You can definitely feel like it's in its death throes. Yeah, like, for mm-hmm. sure. Glad now that I guy really, made his Now money. I really need to know <laughs> what it was today. But, okay, so as another reminder, we are having our reboot anniversary on 19th. March 19th. So be sure to keep that in your calendar. We'll have discounted trade paperbacks and graphic novels. Discounts on all of our back issues. We'll have... Uh, someone selling Girl Scout cookies. We'll have a raffle. Don't forget, you have socks in the shop now. Oh yeah, we have socks in the shop now. Mm-hmm. Did, you see, did you peep my socks that I have on right now? I didn't. They're Grover. Oh my god! The I best Muppet. Totally forgot to look at the best thing Sesame until Street Muppet. we were going like out to eat, and I like stopped for like a split second at mm-hmm. it, and I was like, oh my god. We got Harry Potter. We have mm-hmm. Marvel, DC, yep. like everything. Goku. The wordle today was rupee. Rupee? Yeah, rupee. That's, like, really bad timing also. Mm-hmm. Is that not, like, the Russian currency? Yep. Cool. Okay. Yep. So, hmm, New York Times. <laughs> um, so this podcast is based out of a comic book shop located at 19 Little Street in Madawan, New Jersey. This podcast can be found, or no, I'm sorry, The Geekery can be found at The Geekery NJ. This podcast can be found on social media at The Geekery Radio. And I can be found at father underscore K. I am at Double Stiltskin, and we thank you for listening to another episode of the Geekery Radio Hour. (laughs) Goodbye.